0: there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Hope you are doing great today. So today, instead of doing the regular Fab Five Friday, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to talk about a new kid on the block, a new little social network that's popped up and is attracting tens of thousands of users by the hour. And that network is Hello. So today's podcast is Hello Hello. And the question I want to ask is number one, have you said hello to Ello? And number two, how quickly are we going to be sticking around Ello or are we going to be saying goodbye? Hello. So the question is, is it hello, LO, or is it see you later, hello? And I'm going to talk you through today basically my opinion and kind of what I think of the network. I've been on there since, oh, what has it been a couple weeks? And I was actually out of town when it started to get a lot of buzz a couple weeks ago. I was speaking at the Social Media Week Miami event, and that was a lot of fun. But I was out of Wi-Fi, and I was in the hotel, and I didn't have any Wi-Fi. Can you believe that? What hotel nowadays doesn't have Wi Fi. That's a whole other podcast in itself and discussion. But Anyway, and then there were some issues at the event site with having Wi Fi as well. So I kind of felt just really disconnected. So when I got back, then I got my log on to LO. And although they stated that it was by invite only, all I had to do was do a couple Google searches as well as get onto their Facebook page. Kind of funny that I found their invite to LO, which they're stating is an anti Facebook type of platform. I found the invite via Facebook. So if that doesn't speak for itself, and it was within a comment stream by somebody that was not an LO employee, I don't believe. And they had a link that I basically went to it and was able to get an invite immediately and log in and set up my account. So as many of you know, and if you follow me, I have worked really hard over the past few years to not chase shiny social objects or shiny tech objects and if you know me you know that that's hard for me to do because as my bio says if you see it on any social network i truly am 50% marketing and 50% geek. And for those of you that don't know, I actually wound up graduating with a double major and I started out as a programmer. So I was actually doing business administration and CIS kind of slash engineering type of degree. And I got to about my junior year in college and I was having a blast programming and doing all those geeky things. But then I looked around the room and nobody was talking to each other. And we we're creating all these cool uh, platforms and code and doing all kinds of great things and nobody was talking. So all these nerds were sitting around just staring at the screen. And I'm sitting there thinking, hey, you guys, we got to talk about this. We need to talk about what we're doing. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. So I went back to my counselor in college and wound up uh, going back to business administration and then wound up with a a double major with marketing and and, uh, management information systems is where I wound up. So I struggle with chasing shiny objects. And then once I really got deep into my career, I think I got better at it. And I really try to just stay focused on business goals and all the things that I try to teach and help you do in your business and in your life is just really stay focused on your business and your life goals. And then when we started our new agency, the first one a few years ago, it was just so easy to get caught up in these shiny objects that come along like hello, hello, hello. And every shiny object that's come along, I just want to say, hello, hello. You know, let's go waste the next two days figuring out who you are and if I am going to hang out with you and who I can hang out that's there. And I remember when I originally got on Facebook when I was working at Sun Microsystems and I'd love to know how some of you got on Facebook originally and if you were on MySpace as well. I remember I kind of played around on MySpace and had all the shiny bling bling and I was too young I don't think I really accomplished much other than making my page look cool and pretty and probably wasting a few bucks doing that. But I was actually working at Sun Microsystems and I was in business unit marketing, leading some branding and product groups. And I remember we had an event in California or somewhere and they required us to get onto Facebook. And that's how I got on Facebook. I believe it was around 2006, 2007. And a while back I went and looked at my first post on Facebook and it was funny because they say things like, I'm exploring Facebook. So there I was chasing shiny objects, right? So I've tried to get much better at prioritizing my time. And every time a social network comes along, I don't just fall in love with it without doing my research first. So you may call me negative Nelly. You may say I'm smart because I do that. Or, you know, I really don't know what your opinions are. But I'll tell you, I've learned the hard way. And that just because a social network comes about doesn't mean it's going to last forever. And it doesn't mean that you are necessarily going to be missing out if you don't hop on there and change all of your priorities immediately and you know you may have had two days planned to work on some awesome client projects or taking your business to the next level and you're afraid it's that fear of missing out FOMO fear of missing out and you are afraid of that. And so you move all your priorities, you drop the ball on some things to go spend two days on this network. And I'm not saying this because I'm just trying to be crazy. I know a lot of people who do this. And so number one, I want to warn you to not do that. You know, take a step back and say, What do I really need to do this for? Yes, maybe I need to go check out this network. But always put that thinking cap on where you're thinking, why do I need this new network? What is it really going to offer me? And I remember when Google Plus first came around, I don't even remember what year that was, but it was July. I know it was the 4th of July and I did spend that weekend on Google Plus. So I can't say I'm not ever guilty of these things, but I did spend... A good majority of that beautiful July 4th weekend hanging out on Google Plus. Okay. Now, do I regret that I spent that time on Google Plus? No, of course not. And I made a lot of good friends there, and it was kind of fun to be part of their beta program. But I knew from the minute I got on Google Plus, I did not see it as a Facebook replacement. And what I have always said when it comes to these new networks, whether it be uh, MySpace, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, you know, you'll hear rumors that LinkedIn is eventually going to take over Facebook for complete business uh, communications, whether that be Google+, whether it be Ella, whether it be Unthink, which was a platform that launched a couple years ago. I always say until the network can win the heart of my grandma, of my in laws. It's never going to win. And my true belief is that there will never be a Facebook replacement that comes in and their primary marketing message is, We're a Facebook replacement. So at the beginning of this podcast, I'm going to answer the question for you about Hello, Hello. My prediction is I don't think that as it stands today that they are going to kick out Facebook. Okay. I don't think they're going to take over Facebook. And we're going to talk through some of those reasons why I believe that today. And you can take it or leave it. You can, I would love to have a conversation with you. You know, come talk with me over at the socialzoomfactor.com blog. This is episode 67. And let us know your thoughts. Come hang out with us on Facebook, wherever you want to come talk to us. But I would love. to hear your thoughts, particularly if you disagree with me and if you think that Uh, there is a reason why LO is going to stick around. But what I want to do first is just let's talk through a little bit about what it is and what they are explaining to us as what it is and why is it different. So if you take a look at the website, you can go to LO.co. And if you are already a user, you can find me probably just by doing a search for Pam Moore or Pam Marketing, that P-A-M-M-K-T-G-N-U-E. T And I have not spent a lot of time there, I have to tell you. I have a few posts up there, but I'm honestly not really getting into it. But, you know, they tout themselves as a simple beautiful and ad-free social network that is created by a small group of artists and designers And i'm reading this from their what is elo page and it says we originally built elo as a private social network over time so many people wanted to join elo that we built a public version of elo for everyone to use okay so next it says ad free Hello doesn't sell ads, nor do we sell data about you to third parties. Virtually every other social network is run by advertisers. Behind the scenes, they employ armies of ad salesmen and data miners to record every move you make. Data about you is then auctioned off to advertisers and data brokers. You're the product that's being bought and sold that's a true fact and anytime you hear me speak or train that is something I always say you are the product so collecting and selling your personal data reading your post to friends and mapping your social connections for profit is both creepy and unethical now, these are the words of Elo. Under the guise of offering a free service, users pay a high price in intrusive advertising and lack of privacy. We also think ads are tacky, that they insult our intelligence, and that we're better without them. And then they give you a link to where you can read more about their privacy policy, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. Now, when you log on to Ello, it's got a little black circle with a smiley face. The little smiley face doesn't have any eyes. And it's really, really simple. So it's black and it's white. And you basically have two categories. You can uh, categorize your friends as friends or as noise. That's it. You can't say I kind of like them. I mean, either you're my friend or you are noise. So that's interesting. There's not a lot of features. They do have a list of features that are coming. But I have to tell you at first glance at looking at their network, it's not pretty, you know, and the old saying of your kid is ugly. I would say the kid is ugly. Uh, I don't like the fonts. They're not that easy to read. It's your eyes don't go uh, where it feels like they should go. There's no real flow. Uh, When you're moving your mouse kind of over the page and you scroll up on top of your profile or other people's profile, you know, this big, big header image pops up. It's supposed to be 1800 by 1013. Uh, pixels, which is pretty big. And then it's kind of awkward of like how you get it down. And it's just for me, it's not real user friendly. And I have a couple posts up there, you know, I can look and see some most of these have been viewed about 80 sometimes. So uh, I don't think that's rather awesome. It's okay, I guess, but I really don't care to be honest. And most of these have been up there about seven, it looks like 10 days I'm looking at my page right now. So for me, when I take a look at this, the first thing I think is why? Why do I need to do this? Uh, It's not offering me anything above and beyond what I already have in a social network. And I think for the majority of people, they're not going to win by just saying this anti-Facebook message, okay? We all need a reason to move. Give me something that is additional value. Give me something that is better. Give me a reason to believe that it's worth me chasing this shiny object, okay? And when I log on, and this is what I've heard from a lot of people, and there's a ton of blog posts out there stating the same thing, when you log on, it's far from impressive, okay? It's there's no reason to really be there. And I think in this visual world that we live in where everything is visual online and offline, creating a network that is not visually appealing I think is just a complete fail. So I would be interested to know why they did that and if it is unplanned or if it was actually planned uh, that they wanted to make the network look that way if they're trying to make it so simple. Let's go take a look at their what they call their manifesto and it explains more of their story and kind of helps us get inside their head and what they are thinking and I'm going to read this to you. And I will put links to all of these resources that I'm talking about and reading to you on the show notes page for this podcast at socialzoomfactor.com slash six, seven. All right. So here is the elo manifesto. It says your social network is owned by advertisers. Every post you share Every friend you make and every link you follow is tracked, recorded, and converted into data. Advertisers buy your data so they can show you more ads. You are the product that's bought and sold. We believe there is a better way. We believe in audacity. We believe in beauty, simplicity, and transparency. We believe that the people who make things and the people who use them should be in partnership. We believe a social network can be a tool for empowerment, not a tool to deceive, coerce, and manipulate, but a place to connect, create, and celebrate life. You are not a product, okay? So that all sounds nice and fuzzy, warm, doesn't it? But there's a few things that are being left out here. Ello has also accepted some VC funding. In my understanding, it's close to at least 500K that they have accepted. So we anybody who knows anything about VC funding knows that those investors are going to be looking for a return. So where do you think they're going to be getting the return? You may not be a product per se, But let's go take a look now at some other information that is here. They are going to be charging eventually, according to the content that is in their privacy policy and some other places, they are going to be charging for specific features. So here is what it says. Elo is completely free to use. Very soon we will begin offering special features to our users. If we create a special feature that you like, you can choose to pay, yes it says pay, a very small amount of money to add it to your Elo account for Ever, We believe that everyone is unique and that we all want and need different things from a social network. So we are going to offer all sorts of ways for users to customize their Elo experience. Hello, Ello, does it sound a little bit like MySpace? The vast majority of Elo's features, the ones that all of us use every day, are always going to be free and we'll keep improving them. When you choose to pay a small amount of money for a new feature, you help support Elo as an Ad free network and help us make it better and better. Okay, right there, my friends, there is a reason why a lot of people are not going to jump ship from Facebook to a thing called LO. So they may say hello to LO, but I'll tell you right now, I may be wrong, I may be proved wrong in the next 12 months, 18 months, but I do not see myself ever paying a dime to Ello unless this platform takes an entire rebirth and something becomes very different about it and they're able to change my thinking. Why in the heck would I pay for anything on Elo at this point? It would have to be completely revamped. It would have to show me a reason why I should join and probably convince hundreds of thousands and millions and billions of other people to do the same thing. My next concern is when it comes to their privacy policy. Now, when you check out their privacy policy, it's pretty standard. And of course, that's their whole pitch and marketing messages how they are anti Facebook. Okay. And I'm not going to read the whole privacy policy to you, but some of the things you probably want to make sure you read as you look at this is just understand what information they are sharing, what information they are capturing. There are some specific things where they talk about Google Analytics and you can opt out of that, but it's a little tricky, so make sure you're reading that. And then they talk about the personal information. So here's a portion of it here. We may share some of your personal information with third parties under several circumstances, including one, if you tell us it is okay to do so, two, if we believe that we need to do so by law, Three, if we contract with a third-party service provider to offer services for you. For example, we may need to pass your payment information along to a credit card processing company if you decide to buy something on Elo. And then it says Elo does not have any affiliated companies right now, but if we do in the future, we may share some information with them. Okay, that's pretty vague, my friends. They may share some information. What information? Uh, We will do our best to resist requests. Do our best. Okay, they're not saying we won't. We will do our best to resist requests to access information that we believe are not justified. LO's policy is to give you advance notice if we are going to release your information, unless by law we are prohibited from doing so. If we think that disclosing your information may prevent serious harm to LO, its users, you or anyone else for that matter, we may do so without notifying you. And then it just goes on to say that LO is a public network and that they will store backups of your content on their servers. And even after you delete your account, they're just stating that they are still going to hold on to your information and that it may be on their servers. So they just say, we strongly suggest that you consider this when deciding what to post and what not to post on LO or anywhere on the Internet for that matter. It talks about cookies, and then it talks about children under 13. They have a very similar policy to Facebook where they're saying you shouldn't be on there if you are under 13. And then they talk about the changes to the privacy policy. This is a little scary here too. LO may update this policy from time to time. We will let you know if we make significant changes by sending a notice to the email address connected with your LO account or by placing a notice in a prominent place on our website. I don't like that, okay, uh, or by placing a notice in a prominent place on our website because this is where it gets scary, people. With networks like Elo, we log on, we say hello, Elo, and we never go back or we hardly ever go back. So, so if they're not making a real effort to let us know and inform us about privacy policy changes and they're saying they or by placing a notice in a prominent place on our website i don't like that you better be sending me an email and telling me what you're changing you better be doing a big press release that type of thing so and then it says you can always find the most current version of this policy on our website as well as older versions so people to you does this sound like facebook old days you know some of the the Issues that Facebook went through, we'll just put it on our website and we'll keep changing this privacy policy. So for a network to say that they are anti-Facebook, I see a lot of things that are like Facebook, okay? And and I don't see a lot of reasons for us to move to this that are different from Facebook or that offers me something in addition to Facebook. Let's go back to what I said earlier. Until you can get my grandma there, until you can get my in-laws there, until you can get masses of people there, I don't think any social network is ever going to kick out Facebook. And my true belief is that any network that ever comes along and is able to kick out Facebook, I think they're going to be almost like a social thief in the night. And I think they're going to sneak in. I think that they will win our hearts. They'll win our hearts, our checkbooks, our credit cards, and our time. And before we know it, we will just be addicted to them. Kind of like what happened with Instagram, which obviously Facebook acquired and swallowed up. But if you think about Instagram, Instagram was very similar, right? They kind of came in like a thief in the night and they had something that we needed, even though we didn't know that we needed that yet. And it reminds me of the Steve Jobs quote that is basically, if you wait until your customer tells you what they need, it's too late, And so that's why I think any social network that just comes out with this, anti-Facebook message, create something better, create something different, something that I need, but I don't know that I need it yet. Give me an experience that is visually appealing, that is emotionally appealing, that connects with me and helps me connect with other people. That is an experience that I remember when I'm there and it's a positive experience. And that's where I think a lot of these social networks that pop up, like LO really fail. And they get caught in, you know, well, I guess we got some buzz and we got some funding and, you know, we decided to open this up to everybody. But they don't really think or maybe they just don't know what people really want. They really are not ahead of where we are. And I think it's why a lot of times these social networks are short lived. Another key factor is that because LO is stating they are anti advertising. I think this is really going to affect them when it comes to brands. Because I believe there is a way for brands and consumers to play together in one social network. But the key is that people want to be respected. People want their timelines to be respected. They want their mind share to be respected. They don't want to be looked at as just a product and something that you are just selling to. They want you to connect with them as humans and build a relationship with them. And when you go out the door stating you are going to have zero advertising, number one, that's not believable because somebody is going to pay for that. So I think a lot of people would rather the advertiser pay for that than the consumer and the regular everyday person, kid, grandma, whatever it may be. They don't really want to pay for a new network just to have no ads Okay, they want to have it free and all their grandkids, all their aunts and uncles are already on Facebook, all their friends, all their colleagues. I mean, how many private Facebook groups are we all on that we're conducting business? And so I think when you think about the majority of business users that are also using social networks, even if for business reasons, we're all also on there to sell. We have goals and objectives in our life. And although, yes, we are there to build relationships and we're there to connect with real human beings and the list goes on, we're also there to grow our business. We have things that we need to do in our life. We have rent or mortgages we need to pay. We have car payments. We have life and food and vacations. And so we're also there to grow our business. And so when automatically out the door of social network states, were anti-advertising. It comes across to business leaders as anti-business. And so I think many businesses, many marketers are looking at LO saying, okay, how are we going to fit into this? And obviously, it's going to probably cost us a lot of money or some money when it comes to setting up pages for business and such. And if you remember, there was a network called Unthink that did a similar type of launch a couple years ago. And I had actually done some... Uh, critiquing on it. I did a video on it and basically stating a very similar opinion to what I'm saying about Ello and that I knew it wasn't going to make it. I think Elo maybe will if they change their ways a little bit, but I'm still not betting on it. And Unthink uh, did the same thing several years ago and they were very anti-Facebook, had some pretty, pretty crazy ads online and videos and that type of thing. And they were very, very short lived. So Those are my thoughts in a nutshell. So what is it? Are you saying hello, hello, or is it goodbye, hello? I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. I know it's a little bit different than what I normally do, but I wanted to give you the mind of the marketing nut. And a lot of people have been asking me what my thoughts were on LO. So now you know. Have an amazing week and weekend. And that's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the social... Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.